0: don't feel like watching movies so i'll watch people
1: guess them instead i don't know how it goes i think it starts with your show, a for the show.
0: Valley... hey everybody welcome to a brand new episode of the valley cast brought to you by the valley folk brought to you by our lovely patrons at patreon.com slash the valley folk as well as all of you lovely people who aren't patrons who just watched things and also have supported us uh, as we are wrapping up right now. We're recording this before it officially finishes but we uh, we're 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 winding down on the kickstarter for movie movie games so guys thank you so much for all of your support with it it's blown mm. us away and i'm very excited to go into the manufacturing part where we can start shipping these things out to you uh, in the new year so the 2021 we're going to learn guaranteed. a lot of crap <laughs> we're going to learn a lot of crap and it's all and, it, and we're going to ship that crap to you but um guys we have a very special guest for you today uh, i mean look he's already he's already ready to go <laughs> he's got pr- Hello? There he is. He's got... (laughs) Hello. He's got a beautiful pink light behind him. It's Alex Orman, everyone. And uh, (laughs) Alex... Hi. So here's... (laughs) Hey, Alex. Listen. So we have a running gag where we're not good at keeping up with things. I think sometimes people think we have a team that takes care of, like, our Patreon and all that stuff. You have been nothing but generous since the very inception of the valley folk and you have given us so much you've been so kind um and so i want to dive into kind of what your experience has been but also your backstory who you are what you do i've googled you a little bit yeah great yeah great and (laughs) and don't worry i feel the same way when people google me it's like you need to Mm. not even go there but um Alex, Elliot's the Google folks, is a journey. It's a oh, man. journey.
1: <laughs> Don't go on yeah, the, that second Goog- page, Google. Mm. No. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, no. no. Yeah, my Google suggestions are just PTSD, uh, just different versions of PTSD for mm. me. But uh, Alex, introduce yourself tell everyone what you're doing what who you are because you yourself from what i can understand uh you do cool stuff you're a creator yourself and also you've been in some films if i'm correct i have been in
1: one film yes (laughs) (laughs) so true yes technically Uh, well
0: that's so many more films than most people but um let's talk about all of that so alex uh, uh also uh, steve by the way is not on this podcast i'm sorry about that alex steve is doing a santa steve that's okay uh, not to spoil anything He's i prepping, am steve but
1: yeah i am steve, you are today. steve today do i, do I need yeah, to get yeah, yeah. the uh, the screen effects up The the pizza and everything, yeah, the bug. We'll throw something in there Uh for sure. Well, um, yeah, I'm Alex. I was sold to the circus when I was a young child, and I've just been touring around countries in Europe since then um, and filming it and posting it. Which is great. Beautiful. I know. That's
2: a little too uh, much of a blanket statement, Alex, and not enough detail. What (laughs) do you do in the circus specifically? Because right now you could be a a number of uh, anything within the circus. See, I expected
1: expected this to come up. It's always asked. Um, I have arms that are twice as long. The camera doesn't show it right now, but Ah. trapeze, (laughs) of course. You know how? Yeah, the camera adds ten pounds. The camera shortens arms as well. Tip. That's an old
0: adage. Yeah, Hollywood baby.
1: (laughs) But in reality, I've been doing kids' games for five years on YouTube. So Minecraft, Roblox, Sims, all of that random stuff. Scary games, too, which is fun on the psyche when you have to do that every single day. Especially in VR, too, because that's that's something quite hellish. So how did you...
0: Okay, so you're going to have to... If Steve was here, and he's not, he's filming Santa Steve for for some gifts but uh he he understands more about gaming and, and streaming and he he takes care of all the twitch stuff how do you how does this how did you get into
1: where, um why it's a longer story than what i said of course um but i was hired out of university dropped out and i was like i need a job and then just Uh-oh. magically someone contacted me and said hey do you want to do editing for this youtuber and i was like okay who is it and it's like well it's joey graceffa <laughs> you're going to be doing his video editing. And I was like, all right, sure. Let's do that. And I bear in mind, I'd never had a job doing editing stuff. I, w- I am an editor primarily because I've done my own things. But anyway, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, a random that offer to get just like, yeah.
2: just one of the biggest YouTubers around. Yeah. She just needs an editor.
1: And yeah. yeah, I got the, I looked at the guy's Twitter, the manager at the time, and I saw that he tweeted every single editor in the circles. Like, saying like hey we need you please wow. apply and i was like oh cool i'll just do this then and then it snowballed from there where i ended up editing every single one of his vlogs for a year as well as gaming <laughs> so you know all the secrets on everything secrets on the cutting room locked floor locked behind an nda <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah yeah, um, so you you
0: would get footage, raw footage of uh, of Joey Graceffa, who, by the way, I I I think is a delight. But I also, yeah. uh, I mean, he's 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 himself. He does his thing. Uh, it, you would you'd sift through everything. And was it, it? I know when I send raw footage to people, um, <laughs> it's it's such a. I feel like I'm punishing whoever is editing it. Like I feel like. <laughs> for anyone to have to sift through and just listen to me ramble mm. and then try to find the good. I'm like, that is a skill that I don't understand, but I'm very thankful people have it.
1: Yeah. It's uh, it definitely, you get the, the nice part. Cause Joey's pretty good at doing everything in one shot um, without needing many edits in the middle. However, the yeah. intro and the outro is always like this little weird mess where I'm like, where is the, where's the start? <laughs> yeah. Where's the what end? Is this begin- Where would it begin? Where'd it go? Mm -hmm. Where is? How
0: does this end? How be? That's a very good uh, question for an editor to ask. Yeah. Uh, Hey, (laughs) when does this, when do you want it to go away? When do you want this
1: to stop? Yeah, and usually it'll be way too early um, because I'm like, (laughs) I'm done. I can't. Let's clip it. That's when you take
2: the the record scratch sound and you put that
0: right at the end and you
2: cut to black. Exactly. You could do that at any
0: time. (laughs) Your main thing right now is you're doing, like, you mentioned things like Sims.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I used to be a big fan myself. I always see it, and I'm always like, I love that they're still around. Do you you enjoy The Sims still? This is just more of a personal question for me, because I'm curious about whether or not I should dive into it again.
1: Well, yeah, I know that, like, most people adore The Sims. I had never played it before a couple years back. So I went straight into Sims 4 and I'm like, this is a lot of stuff to, to be <laughs> faced with for a video. Because I'm like, oh, I've got to record hours of this to get any usable yeah. thing. And it, oh, there was a babies thing I did where you have to look after like 10 babies at once. That's horrible. That's Just terrible. Like They're like running outside, getting ran over by cars or going next door. And I'm like, where? <laughs> Stop. Stay in the house.
0: I got so into Sims when I was a kid that I downloaded programs that you could use to modify your the program and I was I, I created I, I even made a little icon for the different for the career I wanted, which for some reason was chef. I made a chef uh, uh, career. but I remember going through and being like, I can adjust this game. From the inside using this like weird program and it only added to the addictiveness uh of the game and i miss it i miss it every day but uh yeah. anyway that's beside the point we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about sims that's in a second. like
2: the nerdiest most video game part of elliot that i've ever ever heard like you yeah. he's malnourished now he's this shriveled up little gremlin that's deep inside your soul
0: that you don't give food but mm-hmm. there's a little, there's a little nerdy it's a little Sims baby in there. Little Sims, baby. Yeah, there is. You know, and I didn't want to. I kind, of, I did kind of fish for that, and I thank you guys for taking the bait. You're right, there is. And, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, I have truly missed it because I did become so like obsessed with making sure my sim had enough charisma and so my sims would i would just spend hours making my sims recite speeches in front of the mirror to up their charisma to get them (laughs) onto the next career uh level which says i'm sure says a lot about uh me and the path i took in life but that's not what this is that's not what this is uh it's just not what this is so have
1: you killed many sims you know taking out the the ladder from the pool or setting the house on fire yeah Absolutely. they they took that out of sims 4 so you have no. to cheat to make bad things happen like i tried to starve a family <laughs> which is a terrible sound bite um but
0: no i like it that's the preview <laughs> for the episode <laughs> that's the title
1: yeah of the episode. exactly i tried to starve it's a good a family. one uh but i'm trying to find out googling frantically like how to burn house down how to starve family <laughs> and if anyone's like looking at those the fbi agent i'm like oh yeah <laughs> oh no that's bad. Not again. Not again. Not again.
0: <laughs> not again. this He's really not going to like it this time. Uh, yeah. How did you go from... I mean, you've made this into a job, dude. You're doing it. You're yeah. like, successful at what this is, and you've created an audience making fun content where you get to play cool games.
1: How? How? <laughs> we... At the time we all started, there was no market for like a group doing uh, Roblox content and we realized well let's just do that um yeah and then it instantly it just spiked up and it's been a ride from there trying to figure out what's the next trend what's how's it going
2: yeah are you are you finding yourself like in factions of of certain types of gaming so you're it sounds like you're a little bit more in the lifestyle but roblox is kind of multiplayer my, my daughter played that for a bit and mm-hmm. so some of the other the, um kids that i know um but like do you dip into Fortnite, or is is Fortnite more of a different faction of of the the gaming culture that you're like we're kind of against the Fortnite? Yeah, versus us yeah. versus them. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: I have done Fortnite content. I used to play the game when it came out for a long time. Um, but yes, there are factions and things. People are like, ew, you do Roblox? That's, oh, I'm a I'm a Fortnite guy. I'm an Apex Legends, PUBG.
0: Sorry, Joe, whenever we talk about Fortnite, Joe inevitably just walks away. He He's can't gone. handle. Or, gone. He hates Fortnite. Um, that's very funny. Where are you from, man? What's, what's the, because I didn't know you had an accent until like 10 seconds ago. So I didn't expect to, you to know either. <laughs> I know, a real surprise. It's lovely. But yeah, is it, thank you.
1: Um, I am from Southampton in England. I've lived about around the south for a bit, and then I've moved to Vancouver, or Canada, for the last four-ish years or so, and I've just yeah. stayed here. Now I'm stuck here until next year because I can't travel <laughs> oh, anywhere.
2: No. You can't go anywhere. How, How it, is um, Vancouver's? Do you love it? Is it mm, absolutely?
1: I was I moved in December, and then everyone's like, "Oh, shut down, stop." close everything all the stuff i wanted to do like the theater park concerts all that I'm like no. no but it's not, lovely not anymore but i love it very um, wet
0: how are you doing this year with everything with covid and and everything are you holding up
1: i'm pretty good i have uh pretty bad asthma uh so i'm oh. when they started doing the thing i was like oh god i've got to stay indoors and i have i haven't left the house barely uh good which is, is good, yeah, because people aren't taking it seriously, which is ugh, miserable. But when it, when it the vaccine gets spread out, oh, you be able to do everything. <laughs> it would be great.
0: Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a shot of it like I'm at a bar. I hope they serve it Me at too. bars. Me too.
1: Let's go. Yeah,
0: totally. Yeah. yeah.
2: Wouldn't that be just the greatest way to take a vaccine? That's such a fun idea. Especially
0: oh, after this year. Yeah.
1: New Year's Day. Cheers. Yeah, that'd be yeah. great.
2: Just knock yeah. it back with everybody. <laughs> oh man if it, it mixes works, with tequila yeah.
1: then better as well yeah <laughs> dude <laughs> yeah
0: my favorite i love that people are like "Yeah, there's good they're gonna implant a chip in you <laughs> and uh and it's always the people that are like saying this and typing it from their phones exactly is, i know yeah. that's pe- people have said it and i know it's a easy observation but goodness gracious the like cognitive dissonance to be like this is this is dangerous but this other thing that i carry around in my pocket all the time that listens to me and tells me ads based on what i say around it that's <laughs> totally fine it's all insane i have that's go ahead
1: i have never had my a train. problem sorry thank you i've never had a problem with um a lost train of thought until right now so sorry thank you uh, back to you in the studio back to you <laughs> yes. back to
0: you in the studio uh but alex let's enough about you how the hell do you know who we are
1: oh let's open up the time capsule i i'm not sure how i ended up finding SourceFed. i think it was uh, martin littlewood if you know him yeah yeah i think it was him who got me onto I it i don't
0: know him. i know, you know of him I, yeah he was an early like supporter and also went on to kind of do really cool things which is one of my favorite things when people uh just go on and explode in yeah their own, right which it seems like you're doing right now which is very cool
1: it is. It's been. It's been absolutely fantastic, and I love my audience very much for that opportunity to be able to do that. Is <laughs> is is lovely.
0: Uh, yeah, do sure. you do you miss SourceFed? Do you do you wish it was still? Were you present during its different transitions and I, ending?
1: I don't remember. I think I only usually watch SourceFed Nerd and the Table Talks at the time, um, yeah. and then I for some reason, stopped watching SourceFed because I I don't remember why. Maybe they, those things stopped at the time. I don't quite recall. Yeah. You guys will obviously know. <laughs> I mean, it was
2: around for, what, five years? Mm. Something like that, yeah. I think so. So if it was around five to six years, I mean, you know, people grow, people change. You, you, yeah. know, you come and go with the content that you take in. And then You can only <laughs> listen to so many table talk stories.
1: Well, I could listen to them forever. They're always so hilarious when you get something weird come up as a topic. I love it. Uh-huh. Um, but then my friend told me about dynamic banter and I well, was like, uh, <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, let's listen to this. I liked Steve as well. I like all of you guys. And I got into that. And then I heard all about the source stuff from that perspective of oh, Mike and sick. Steve talking about it. And then when you guys announced the Valley folk, I was like, yes, yes, let's support this. It was great. It was great.
0: Well, and you did support us, man. And you did it right at the beginning. And that was um, that was just a crazy time. We didn't expect any uh, that big of a response. And uh, it was a very surreal thing that we were not and probably still aren't prepared for uh, in many ways. But thank you very much for getting excited about it because I know we were, like, shocked about the whole situation. Yeah, a whole new venture. Then, whole new venture and a whole like it's like building on a thing and also you're wanting to like at least in my mind i was like let's improve on what source fed was and what it didn't do and did do and make it better and then like you know you you juggle the balls a little bit until you're like okay this is now it's just its own thing and it is weird and different and strange and it's beautiful so i'm a big fan yeah i'm also very impressed
1: (laughs) me too of myself, yeah. not not you. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the movie, movie game is like obviously wrapping up now. I just backed it because I honestly, oh, honestly thought the countdown had ran out, and then I saw a tweet today, and I was like, oh, oh no, well let's let's do that. Um, but wow, the response on that too is astonishing. It's, it's so
2: weird, uh, again, man. Surprising and humbling and exciting and yeah, yeah. It's, What's it's been, been very nice.
0: Yeah. What's been your experience with like, because we have the way I view us is sort of like we've really, really lucked out and been very blessed with a a audience that has allowed us to experiment and do different things, do weird things, step outside of um, what we used to do. And it's. It's. I don't know of many people, regardless of their, like, size, regardless of how successful they are, who have that kind of, like, relationship with an audience that allows um, the creator to sort of ebb and flow and evolve. Um, What's been, like, your experience with your audience? Like, have you had a similar... I mean, you have a younger audience, from what I understand, and you're doing these, I'm assuming, playthroughs or something like that? I know so little, so I'm sorry if that doesn't
1: make sense. i don't really think i've done many playthroughs at all it's more like a improv on the fly commentary uh, just letting whatever these children do dictate how the video goes cool. and it's always ridiculous really you can expect the wackiest things just from the, this little inception of an idea from a kid who's like pick me up be my dad in the game and i'm like what <laughs> what? <laughs> what hello um but overall Things ebb and flow naturally when you have a children's audience because they jump and jump and jump from trend to trend to trend. Okay. So I have just been having to stab in the dark all these years for like, what is going to be helping me rather than just leaving me behind if I keep doing this. Right.
2: Because you have to stay ahead of the trends and uh, kind of be within the zeitgeist of their conversation. Exactly. What a fun... What a fun sandbox to play in though. Like if you're, if you're doing improv and you're doing it with what is basically the most unfiltered imaginations around. Yeah. You must have so much fun.
1: A lot of times it is when you get a good thing come up, you are loving it. You can't help but smile and laugh along with it and just lose your your mind uh, about what they're deciding to do like uh, driving a car into you just suddenly and you're like, help, excuse me. No, <laughs> pardon, <laughs> of child. pardon me, child. Yeah. <laughs> excuse me. Excuse-, hit me with a car. excuse me, please. No. And
2: I, I, I would have to imagine you're also blown away by the moments of brilliance. Cause I'll, I'll be with my kids sometimes. And sometimes, the in- sometimes yeah. like whenever I'm present. Uh, but They'll drop these little nuggets of insight that even 38 years in, I'm like, why, why didn't I think of that? That's, an, that's insane. You're so smart. And if you're, if you're just playing in a world of that, you have to be experiencing that every once in a while, I would imagine.
1: Absolutely. These kids know these worlds that they're playing in, in and out. Like, they know how to do anything. So you hear them say this nice idea or a clever thing, and you're like, wait, I can do that? how do you know about that? Like, what? That's insane. (laughs) Like, take me away. Show me, show me this thing. And they are very smart. uh,
0: Do you feel a sense of responsibility, a sense of sort of big brother, like not big brother, like 1984, but big brother, like true big brother, kind of like you, you want to be a good role model. A You really do. Because
1: if you're doing, doing something a bit like untoward, they don't, want to be near they don't want any of that all, and it's not really respected either mm-hmm. so if you're being nice open friendly guiding and letting them guide you to a better place then it's yeah way more fun way more enjoyable to watch and the better best content yeah. very cool yeah um,
2: like content why is that what it's a very interesting I like that as well, because what you're doing is, you know, we we've tr- we've tried to have audience interaction in forms of prompts or, um, you know, give us a starting point. But your audience can't help but feel like they are part of the thing that they're watching and it's and They're so engaged.
0: Um, yeah. Sorry, I'm just talking out loud.
1: It's such no absolutely. To to well,
2: make entertainment
0: joe you're talking out loud so eloquently and also a a notification popped up that the meeting host (laughs) extended this meeting to unlimited minutes wow so i believe both alex and i were like well here we go i guess you can
1: probably see the moment where we're like oh
0: (laughs) both of us are like okay he's sticking around Um. right joe
2: But yeah, your audience, what an, what an engaging, what a fun, different form of entertainment because your content is is not only for the audience, but it's dependent upon. And uh, yeah. that's got to be fun, but also has to have like a, a different type of pressure <laughs> as well as a creator.
1: Yeah, it's, it's not so much the pressure, but more like how that audience interacts with you once the video is up. Like they'll be kind of like, I miss... I always wanted the older audience that you guys have, where you can kind of talk to people with a one-on-one attitude, knowing what they mean, yeah. what they want, and they can really easily say their ideas. Whereas uh, the younger audiences leave <laughs> the comments. They're like, please like this comment. My grandma has died. Oh, and I'm no. like, what? <laughs> and that was a trend at one point. All of these kids found out that if they left comments saying like, please, my cat, dog, mom, dad, uncle, aunt have ah. all died. Give me likes. And they say that. They're not like, please, my, my relative has just passed away. I need help. I need support. Please like Kids for a dark, prayer. Kids Yeah.
2: They're, little, they're
1: like, little demons.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we're going to call that what?
0: death baiting. That's, yeah. We're coining death the phrase. Baiting. Yeah. Death Great bait. term. What, per, what percentage of them do you think were lying? Oh. <laughs> oh. Some
1: of them. First, I don't like
0: know. some, right? Like one or two.
1: Wait, one or two percent lying or not lying? Yeah, lying. Lying is probably ninety nine point <gasps> five percent. Okay, here we go. Here, oh, we go. Okay. here we go.
2: <laughs> oh okay. I'm grounding my kids when we get up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. Hayden's
0: probably made you die so many times, Joe, you have no idea. She's got so many likes. Empty room. (laughs) It's filled with ads. Welcome to the ads portion of this podcast, everybody. And thank you to Alex for being a part of this episode. Alex is one of our original patrons. He was incredibly generous. And then through our ups and downs, uh, we realized that we had not given him the appropriate amount of love. And so thank you to Alex for being a part of it. Thank you to you guys for going on this journey with us as well. But let's uh, let's dive into some ways in which you can support this podcast as well as uh, yourself. And one of the main reasons you can do it is through... your undergarments you know the holidays can be the most stressful time of the year if only there was some bearded man with a bottomless bag of everything you need to cross off that list i'm talking about Santa steve folks thankfully our friends at me undies have the next best festive thing me undies curated a list of the stuff your friends really want this year so you can soften the holiday stress What's the saying? Work softer, not harder. Their micro-modal is not only super soft, but it's breathable, light, and impossibly cozy. It's everything you need to have a stress-free and comfortable holiday. Gift some me time with me undies, sustainably soft undies, PJ sets, slippers, and more. Uh, You guys know about me undies. We talk about them all the time. We talk about talking about them all the time. We talk about wearing them. I'm wearing them right now. Um, I'm part of their their monthly thing, and uh, they give me a gift every month, and it's beautiful, and it's wonderful. My entire drawer now is only me undies, and I I simply won't do anything else. You can all also, gift a membership with the me Undies gift card. Their membership is a subscription that sends new pairs right to their door so they never have to run out of undies again. It's wonderful, you really should try it with site-wide savings and exclusive sales. They automatically pay less for well, everything. Me has a great offer for our listeners. For any first-time purchasers, what are you waiting on? You get 15% off and free shipping. MeUndies also has their problem-free philosophy. So if you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, they'll refund or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. Just nice, cozy, comfy underwear. Uh, So to get your 15% off your first order and free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash Valley. That's MeUndies.com slash Valley. Valley. Go to meandies.com slash Valley to get 15% off your first order and free shipping so that we can all be underwear brothers and sisters in harmony together. Um, and it's it's worth it. It's worth every penny. They're actually, you know, they're really wonderful. You know what else is worth it? Well, guys, uh, this is a perfect sponsor for this particular episode because it is about shipping things. And I'm currently working on the holiday gifts slash new year gifts. Spoiler alert, because it's a lot of things. Um, but I think it's going to be worth the wait. And, you know, I've been so confused on how to ship things conveniently in a way that gets the products to you safely and soundly. Well, guess what? This holiday season, I'm not alone. More people will be mailing stuff than Never before. So that means that the post office is going to be busy. You don't have time for that. Stamps.com brings the post office. And now UPS shipping right to your computer. Mail and ship anything from the convenience of your home or office. With Stamps.com, anything you can do with the post office, you can do with just a few clicks. Plus, Stamps.com saves you money with deep discounts that you can't even get at the post office. Stamps.com brings the services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS right to your computer. Stamps.com is a must-have for any business. Tell me about it. <laughs> Whether you're a small office sending out invoices and online seller fulfilling orders during this record-setting holiday season or even a giant warehouse sending thousands of packages a day, Stamps.com can handle Handle it all with ease. Simply use your computer to print official US postage 24 7 for any letter, any package, even Patreon holiday gifts, whatever, Super VIP and up patrons, any class of mail anywhere uh, uh, that you want to send it. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. It's that simple. I'll be scheduling a pickup, there's like 70 of them with stamps.com you get 5 cents off of every first class stamp and up to 40% off priority mail and up to 62% off UBS shipping rates not to mention it's a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters stamps.com is a no brainer it saves you time and money it's no wonder over 900,000 small businesses already use stamps.com and we're one of them and we're the best one of all 900,000 of them we're the smoothest operating too I bet you can tell don't spend a minute of your holiday season at the post office this year sign up for stamps.com instead there's no risk with our promo code valleycast you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale no long-term commitments or contracts just go to stamps.com click on the microphone at the top of the home page and type in the code valleycast that's the name of this podcast so it's easy to remember that stamps.com enter valleycast stamps.com never go to the post office again go to stamps.com and click on the microphone at the top of the home page and type in valleycast to claim your special offer today now back to the podcast back to getting to know one of uh one of our new favorite people now seamless transition
2: go that's how she got all her tiktok followers
0: (laughs) yeah she's blown up on tiktok do you do that do you play the game on all the platforms like where where's your trajectory that you're going alex do you do you um because i we're i'm searching for inspiration as much as i'm i'm trying to like you know dive into what your method is but i'm also like do you uh, as someone who is up and coming and as someone who's exploding, are you keeping an eye on, like, are you on TikTok? Are you on Instagram? Are you keeping it, like, are you <laughs> juggling all these plates at this, or spinning all these plates at the same time? Or are you just uh, like, this thing's working and we're going to keep doing this?
2: Is your name on I... the antitrust lawsuit also filed with Facebook? Are you trying to break it up so there's more platforms for you to exist on? Will
0: you like my comment right now because my dog just died?
1: Can you <laughs> relaunch MySpace, please? So I can. Will you please? You think... move, move, yeah. We'll yeah. <laughs> oh what is the question i've lost it
0: (laughs) no the question was buried in, in my own vamping but like are you are you um i guess my question is like how much time basically in a week are you spending working from your home is it is it become a labor of love where you're just like constantly in this world of creation Or are you, are you regimented? Are you a scheduler? Are you a, a, uh, I do it this hour to this hour and that's it. Um, And if so, follow-up question, are you keeping an eye on every other platform, every other area in which you gain some sort of exposure?
1: Uh, (laughs) Talking about the exposure part first, I despise using my social medias for like uh, work, Stuff like say, so look at this X video, or watch me do mm-hmm. this thing. So I'll just be tweeting absolutely awful jokes, and Good. which are just not relevant to my <laughs> content. Like my TikToks are just stupid ideas I have. That, <laughs> that yeah, that's I'm, a diversification
2: like, of your mind. It's yeah, great.
1: It's great. I enjoy that because I can just post these things, and my audience is like, "What is something wrong with you?" Do you need help? Do you need? Do you do need, need assistance? Like? Do you? Need, you do, die. do you know? Did someone die? I can give you a like. I have one I like. Can give you a like. <laughs> Here it is. Thank you.
0: Make this problem go away. Uh,
1: but I currently am on break, basically, from my channel because I was just absolutely lost on what to do because I hadn't seen any like up ramp in over a year, and so I was like, "Well, I've got to stop." And I've got to research everything, find out what I want to do, what I'm going to do next. And it's been lovely. I've really enjoyed it. It's been great mental health uh, health. Good for you. Mm -hmm. A lot of
2: people won't pull that trigger. Good for you for doing it.
1: It's been been very, very nice to do. But usually uh, I would spend maybe one day, two days a week kind of (laughs) just figuring out, looking at every possible channel uh, of ideas and trends and things and you're like, okay, here's one. How do I put that into a title? How do I put that into the thumb? Mm -hmm. Before I even start the recording, but usually I would jump in, record something, and something hilarious would happen. And there's your, your, your- There's uh, your content. Yeah, you're feeling the flow as
2: opposed to dictating it, which is always a good
1: thing. I'm more of a very flowy person when it comes to making videos because I might record at 9 a.m. two videos. I might record at 4 a.m. one video. (laughs) (laughs) have <laughs> no idea. I'm you're sure my man neighbors man. hate me, yes. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> so you've been existing in the world of YouTube. You're, you're doing it. You were inspired by it. You used to watch some na- uh, back in the day, how you kind of found SourceFed. Who are you as a YouTuber, and a youtube watcher mm-hmm. who, do, who are you watching now like what type of things interest you what channels what personalities like if uh, so if you were to have to suggest some youtubers for other people to go watch who might you say and not
0: just elliot joe steve but there's others too alex you yeah you really gotta stretch your brain here i know we we're the bastions but
1: uh <laughs> you'll have to talk to my agent about that uh, promotional Absolutely uh cost right there
0: um joey graceffa yeah
1: <laughs> my my favorite youtubers right now are a couple called uh, their channel's called the tim tracker and they live in orlando and they just go to all the theme parks they see what's new they have the cutest kid and it's the most delightful wholesome content and they put uh, stuff out every day and it's currently serving my craving to go to the parks when i can't because uh, so you're uh-huh. a theme park boy very much so massive massive yeah
0: what
2: what's your favorites what's your favorite rides my favorite
1: rides (laughs) right now i think is the hagrid ride in orlando they've just built it Uh, just opened it unbelievable really Um, cool
2: what happens on that one because we have the little harry potter like yeah land which is very cool here in la but like what's the orlando version like
1: the Orlando version I absolutely love because it's this ginormous roller coaster that goes insanely fast and you get to ride in the Hagrid's motorbike from Harry Potter. Cool. If you know that. And it's <laughs> it has like eight launches. So you feel like your back almost breaks every single time because yeah. you're in this uh. bike and you're like, oh boy. And it's this huge roller coaster. It's got it doesn't go loops or anything, but it has like drops and backwards parts. It's unbelievably massive. Uh, what it is but they've got the space there. they can do that yeah
0: they they do have the space i mean it blows my mind and it blew my mind back in the day when i lived in florida the the amount of like you think there's nothing there except for a couple acres and then they put in giant rides and a whole new land that they just insert into the overall map of the park and i remember being like this is like an engineering marvel and Mm -hmm. it works perfectly
1: definitely at least it did
0: for the most yeah. part. Yeah, I mean I I love the the Orlando theme parks. I would love to go back to to Islands of Adventure uh in Orlando and see the Seuss Land and the Marvel Land and the the Wizarding World Yeah, all that stuff. I I haven't seen any of like the updated um, the updated rides or whatever, but man, are you a Disneyman? Do you do the Disney?
1: I do as well. I enjoy that a lot too. But it, jumping back to the Islands of Adventure thing, I wrote a note down because I watched one of the episodes you put out where you were talking about what if there was a Blondie's comic theme park or something. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And I was like, like- okay, I've got a tidbit. I've got a little tidbit. <laughs> All right. Um, in Islands of Adventure, there is a comics area, and there's a Blondie's restaurant themed to the comic. No
0: way yeah they is have the one where outside there's a speech bubble that you can pose under yeah they have so- speech
1: bubbles everywhere around there but that yeah. whole area is old comics that no kid or anything has ever like seen like in their kathy. life like like it's like yeah.
2: there's like a telephone you can just listen to kathy complain what a random reference that nobody probably understands no, nor me I get so, it.
0: No. yeah you're alone you're yeah. alone joe oh. sunday's uh- comic strip holy crap I used to when I was like 11 I had like season passes to Islands of Adventure and I would always get there was this one place in the Dr. Seuss land and I don't know if it's still there but they sold these like green and orange slushies that were very Seussian and very just like ices, and they would get me all hyped up and then I would go drink that and then ride the Hulk ride and I don't know <sighs> if there's a better situation as a kid than, than to oh. live in Florida and be able to experience that. So
1: I've always been envious Sick. of people who have grown up like that and just been able well when speaking of that when i was a kid um my parents lived in anaheim for, for the first three four years yeah. of my life so i have memories of going to disney every week as this kid yep. and even more so i remembered the rocket rods ride at disney do you know what that was the, where the, the people mover the- was they had the rocket mm-hmm. rod like these cars that went really fast and it,
2: oh yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah, and it was only there for a couple of years, but that was during my time there, and I remember seeing that. And Man, they whisked you away right when
2: it was about to get really cool for you as a kid. I you? know, and, and I'm like, why, why did you choose
1: to do that? <laughs> we're <laughs> out of here. <laughs> Back to some small town in uh, in England. <laughs> yeah, but it's See been this great. This thing, uh, we're
2: gonna give you a little taste of dreams, and then we're gonna rip it
1: away.
0: <laughs> Alex, did you know that I used to be? Did you know that I? did you know i used to work at disney world and i was goofy for a very long time
1: are you serious is that yeah, is that true goofy
0: and captain hook and tigger and blue and brer bear the <laughs> racist one.
1: Oh, yes the one <laughs> from that's... the
0: racist <clears throat> cartoon the racist ride yeah
1: uh, yeah song <laughs> of
0: the racist
1: exactly
0: uh, wow um, yeah i I did that for a very long time and I got very I still remember so many facts that you learn about it but I ha- I was in the very frequently in the underground uh, tunnels that connect all of Walt Disney World you know about this the Una- I do the
1: utilidors <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah that's it that's it and you you would take a tram basically from the employee parking lot to these underground tunnels yeah and you could get across the park in like no time at all and the memories dude that i have of that are so weirdly special and surreal of like like being in uh, uh, doing a job where, like, you would they had these things called spares, spare days is what I would uh, often do. And you would go in, and the only job that you had to do was sit around and wait in case someone else called in sick because it's Disney, you can't have Goofy calling in sick. So they would bring in some spares. And so, those were my favorite days. And there was one time where I was in, like, this old-timey probably like main street type restaurant and it was at the top where they would have it all all hang out and then the fireworks would go off and the fireworks would be like 10 feet out the window and i remember being like this is the most magical beautiful experience in the whole world (laughs) and i know i know i can't experience it now if i go back i can't be like let me into the back let me watch it from the cool angle but uh yeah, that place is just a. It truly is weirdly magical. I am a, that's, a firm believer. Yeah, that there's that's how they get the in.
2: lifers. They like there's literal people that are just like, I just want to work here. They for do. The rest of my life. Yeah,
0: I mean people who were doing the same job that that I was doing as the Mickey's and the Minis, Many of them are very obsessive about what they do and very like very pure about their love of bringing joy to kids uh day in and day out and it is intoxicating like it is one of the greatest things you can do is a especially at my time i was probably in, in high school to early college and you couldn't ask for a better job than to like you have to drive a long time wait everything but then for your your work you're just making kids happy and like especially if it was like captain hook or something so fun so cool
1: that's amazing eh. that's really cool i have a question anyway. big question number numero uno question do you still remember how to do the signatures for?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> no way. Is there specific signatures that everybody has to do the same?
0: You have to get tested. Yeah. You, you have to get them. Yeah. You have to have, take a whole class. And if you don't get it, the people legitimately get cut. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I would, uh, alter, I can still do the goofy accent or goofy accent. I can still do the goofy signature Whoa. and I can do the captain hook signature, but I don't remember. And I think I remember the blue one, but that one's pretty easy. Um, You put a little paw print for the – a little bear paw print for the blue one. And then the goofy one, I would add a little hat. The hardest one was Captain Hook because it was uh, cursive. And so – and also you had to balance the the signature book on the – on your hook. (laughs) Big gloved hands for people as well, right? And the
2: hook always has to be on the same hand, right? So like a certain Mm – Always left
0: hand. So you kind of balance it. Or Captain Hook is very fun because you – I would – make the people turn around and i'd use their heads or whatever because <laughs> i was i barely made the height for uh for captain hook but yeah they took that stuff so seriously yeah you couldn't and then you could only say certain words too especially as goofy you could only say like a hyuk. but now i guess they like they blink and they like oh
1: yeah the r- weird robot faces where they talk they blink ah, and I they, they speak it. as well like it's very Whoa. odd oh
0: too much power. I liked
1: it when it was a mystery. I, as a kid, I don't think I would want to hear a faint yuck coming from the inside no. of Goofy's give, give like eye area. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. It, it doesn't sound like a how Goofy sounds ever.
2: Isn't that how all the uh like the stormtroopers are in the new Star Wars land? They all have like these automatic a little, and little yeah, with the, fingers. With the fingers, yeah. So it's like if you ask them a question and they're like, we want you to get out of this area, they just like move the index finger
1: and it automatically says it for him. It's very cool. Crazy. The new Star Wars area I mean, it's is awesome. So cool. Everything. I could talk about it for hours and hours.
2: Please. This is, I love this because I feel like you know all the questions that Elliot should be asked. So I
1: feel like you need to just keep <laughs> asking yes. Elliot questions because I'm fascinated
0: right now. Lay it on me, Alex. What do you got? Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> uh, I don't think I have any other specific questions. Okay. But... All Bit right. Then that's enough.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much. Mm,
1: goodbye. <laughs> It. We'll
0: cut you off there. I actually am tired of answering questions about it. Yeah. Uh, no, I haven't been to any of the Star Wars ones or any of the mm. the new ones. And I think I just, in this moment, had a dawning realization that that's what I want for my Christmas. What are you asking for for Christmas, Alex? A boyfriend. Yeah?
2: <laughs> well, um, maybe I've got to, well, I'll go ask some are you in the back. i got some in the your, back.
0: you asking your parents?
1: No. They would not choose <laughs> someone <laughs> so unsuitable. Uh, No, for real, I would just like everything to wrap up COVID-related just as fast as possible. No doubt. Absolutely. I think that's everyone's one wish, probably.
0: Yeah, all I want for Christmas is my dang life back. (laughs) We said we weren't going to... And I've already done it. Oh, like, no, Listen. you've done it twice, Elliot. You did it once. I know. And you didn't even realize it. I know. I did. Oh, I realized it. And then I was hoping you guys didn't. But I did realize Because before we started, I was like, got nothing to worry about. I, I don't even curse at all. And then it's been three times now. And I've done it. So I apologize very much. And I, I'm not proud of that. And so anyway, I'm, I'm just going to head out and stop. We put the big old honks over them.
2: Have yeah. you been up to. Uh, this is not this is not a uh, theme park. But I remember because I grew up in Montana and my dad was from Canada and we would frequent up there and it was kind of this just like fantasy (laughs) and edmonton mall was a place that i always wanted to go to because i don't know if you know elliot but edmonton mall is like the biggest (laughs) in north america
0: is it the mall of america no no it's in canada (laughs) (laughs) oh i see yeah that's a dumb Uh, thing i said yeah (laughs) really Love I don't that. know what Edmonton is. I have no idea.
2: Uh, Edmonton is like a super northern Canadian city in Alberta, but it's got this massive mall with like water slides and a bunch of crazy stuff in it. Water and slides, roller go.
1: coasters, a full size like galleon. It's like, yeah. I It's, what, it's on have my you list, but I you haven't, haven't been. been either. No.
2: Mm. Well, maybe we have a uh, Edmonton date in our future once COVID's over. That sounds
1: great. Yeah, we'll just <laughs> get some sort of weird poisoning from the water system that they have in the pool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: Like, yeah. yeah, why not? That's great. <laughs> man, it's so great. Cr- I, I it is weird to think that one day like this thing is gonna be, be vaccinated against, and we're gonna be able to go enjoy things and not feel super weird. But mm. uh, man, it, it really can't come soon enough. I I remember when the
1: uh,
0: coronavirus broke out, and I I took a bet with some of my friends, and I we all bet like. This will be over by July. No no, August. No, no, September. And I remember the friend who did September, I was like, that's insane, man. That's like that's obviously this isn't gonna last that long. Boy, what an idiot I was. Boy, Boy. what a silly goose. Er- All of know us know had that it.
1: same same thought. It's like, when is this Blind? gonna be summer? It has yeah. to be summer. It's gotta be. Yeah. And then hello Christmas.
0: Yep. Yeah. So you're a single man. So you're single.
1: Yes. Yes um i tried tried dating earlier in the year um which happened to be good because i was like oh i've got something to do while i'm in the start of lockdown and then we were like oh this isn't this isn't it just kept lockdown kept getting pushed and we're just like well (laughs) no more a
2: rain check on trying this out exactly this
0: isn't working
1: that was basically (laughs) it's the pandemic it's not you it's you were
2: saying you know it's like we all we we're all having our different versions of of dealing with COVID and quarantine and all that. Like I have to do school with the kids and stuff. Mm. And that That's my experience yeah. and has taken over the last. But you, you've you used words like I know you moved to Vancouver, but you also said stuck. Like you kind of feel like you can't you. Are, do you feel like you're in a foreign place and you can't get home or you can't visit home? And that that's kind of been the tough part for you during this.
1: It was that, because I had planned to go back to England for Christmas, at least. Because I was like, <laughs> by that, by this time, got to be wrapped up. Because I've got, like, visa stuff. My visa ran out in summer. Yeah. Um, and I was like, well, I can't leave. So I'll take the six-month free extension thing. And then <laughs> it's now past six, that six months. And I still haven't got oh. a word back from the government. So I have this weird, like, limbo they're Mm -hmm. like alex we're busy yeah like like, we're not gonna tell you if you're being an illegal immigrant right now uh we're just gonna Uh, leave we have other things we have other things yeah like a thing but dude uh
0: i was uh yeah i went at the beginning of COVID. i had a um My car didn't have like its registration paid and I had moved several times and I guess the DMV didn't have my address so they never sent me stickers and blah, blah. And I had an appointment at the DMV and then when COVID hit, I was like, ugh. Well, I can't go to the DMV because it's a COVID situation and that's dangerous. But really deep down, I know it's because I just didn't want to go. But I used COVID as an excuse. And then my girlfriend took my car out and she got pulled over by a police officer. And that didn't go well for me because it turned out that was my responsibility to make sure that the registration was paid. So, dude, I went to the DMV on Friday, last Friday, (laughs) because I was like, I'm going to see what I can get done. I got, I've gotten, I had a court date set for yesterday to go into a court and see a judge. Wow. You uh, did not. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I don't, I have a problem, a psychological problem with like parking tickets, registration tags, all that stuff. Like I don't, I just don't, I don't care. I don't think about it. If I get a parking ticket, I'll be like, I, I got to play it in three weeks. It's very uh, problematic, but I went to the DMV during covid and i was like i don't know if this is going to work i was like i've already paid my registration but they haven't they sent me the wrong address to the the tags and i went in and i was like this is going to be such a pain covid has made going to the dmv at least one of the easiest and <laughs> safest experiences of my life it wow. was downright pleasant like everyone the attention was like when you walk in It's not like a line. It's like someone greets you and they're like, hi, how can I help you? And I'm like, oh, I'm here to do this. I have to get proof of a correction so that I can take it to the sheriff's office, I guess, or take it to the court and tell them that I'm good to go. And they were like, okay, well, just, you know, whatever, sign in here and we'll call your name in a little bit. And it took like 20 minutes. And they took my temperature and everything. Everyone's wearing masks. All the chairs are distanced. It was so easy. I go to the courthouse. I walk into the courthouse. I go through security. Security says, "Uh uh-uh, do you have an appointment? And I I was like no, but I have a court date set for like Tuesday. So if there's a way to maybe, and they were like, take this paper, call this paper, or call the number on this paper, and and you can't you can't enter right now. it's like, okay, whatever. So I call the number, and the people at the courthouse are like, yeah, you just gotta go around the side of the building, and there's an envelope. You can put a check for twenty five dollars and then dump it in the Dropbox, and we'll have your case cleared by the end of the day. And I was like, this is the coolest thing and like, you guys have made my life so much easier and i didn't i should have just paid this on time but there there is hope there is light at the end of the tunnel i guess in some ways it sounds There's like no you got to pay to less <laughs> like you got away yeah. with
2: you got away with murder elliot you <laughs> might have actually got away with murder yeah
0: yeah and they said, and they when i was at the dmv i was like can i get like stickers and can i get like a new registration because and can you update my address and i have all the four i did have all the forms in my defense i had all the forms and everything you know filled out and they're like yeah no problem here you go here's everything i haven't had the you've seen joe i haven't had up-to-date stickers on the back of my car in <laughs> eons like probably since before valley folk started and now this bad boy she's, Up got to- she's not ready to <laughs> go yeah yeah she's got stickers <laughs> on her now and they were like here you go and i was like this is so easy it's amazing if you try to do things what you can get done yeah. <laughs> it's very nice that's the moral yeah. of my story
2: yeah put it on a shirt
0: it's amazing what you can do if you get things done it's really crazy (laughs) um so you're you might be an illegal immigrant
1: maybe maybe (laughs) because it was it was i blame covid for everything but there was i applied to vancouver film school here last earlier last year and the government was like no you can't you can't go to school here you you need a new visa and we can't do this until you leave the country but you can't leave the country because you're not allowed to leave the country so i was like my hands are very tied right now yeah and then the school was like well you can come back next may and do the course do as you would have i was like i'm not i'm not allowed in the country i can't do that but now i'm just like (laughs) i'll just hide in my apartment no don't, don't talk to me don't answer the letters nothing which I luckily Whoa. haven't got any of yet. I don't even know what if they live What a
2: limbo here. you're existing in. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm sorry, man.
1: Yeah, I oh, don't fine, know man. if that's going to be a needle drop, leave the country thing, or if they're going to be like, Nah, it's fine, just just stay. Just stay. Still it's on us, it, right? please. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that would Trudeau seems
2: any. like a nice guy. That's all I got to say. Trudeau seems, yeah. seems top notch. I think you're fine. <laughs> I, I hope I'm fine.
1: If not, a big trouble. Big trouble. Ugh. I'm sorry well, that you're dealing with that anxiety.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, I wish you the best. It's also very uh, lovely to get to talk to you. And it's also nice that you talk to us because I know we've been negligent on the Patreon stuff and making sure that you're not feeling uh, completely ignored. So thank you for your patience on that that front. But um, to, to round out, I mean, we've been going for a little bit, do you have any questions at all or comments for us that you would like us to dive into that are specifically related to being Goofy and or Captain Hook?
1: Yes. Uh. The moment you were talking about looking over the fireworks, were you half dressed in a Goofy costume at that time? (laughs) (laughs) Were your Goofy pants off? Your Captain Hook is naked from the waist down, or...
0: Well uh, Alex I mean you you know you have a younger audience you know so I'm going to be as as honest with you as I can here um I don't know what you're talking about Goofy's goofy I was just a friend of Goofy uh, uh. who who knew him you could say inside and out for a time but um Yeah, I think sometimes I was. And it was about that dumb. It's as stupid as you can imagine. If you imagine (laughs) no head of a goofy and then giant overalls and big shoes, shoes. big shoes, then you can pretty much imagine what it's like. And then you can imagine being like an 18 year old, 19 year old, and then looking up at fireworks and still being caught up in the wondrousness of it. Oh, you know, what sucked though, dude. Crystal Palace. So Crystal Palace is a restaurant. (laughs) You know about this? I do. Worst. Worst. They would do, uh, I don't know if they still do it, but it's where you can eat and the characters come around. To yeah. You. Awful experience. Like, you, they would rush us through these things, and they set up every table in the restaurant, like, two feet. And then so if I was uh, uh. playing something like, I don't know, let's say, Tigger, because that was a Winnie the Pooh restaurant. You'd have all the Winnie the Pooh characters running around. Tigger, I don't know if you know this, very big tail, very <laughs> large tail that kids love to grab at, especially if they're at a dinner table. And so I would be taking a picture with one kid and being... Assaulted by another kid at another table, and then somebody would be like, "Okay, he's got to go. Tigger's got to go. Tigger's got to go." And it was, uh, it was a nightmare. So I forgot about this. This has been a really nice trip down memory lane.
1: Yeah, I, I'm thinking of when I was on the other side of that, on the table, yanking Tigger's hair, you. Tigger's tail. Yeah, when I was 20. <laughs> I used to I love do it.
0: I used to gently step on the kids' um, feet sometimes if they were really bratty. I would like because they would want to hug Tigger. But they would only want to hug Tigger after they were really mean to Tigger. And I would be like, well, you got to pay the piper a little bit. And so I would kind of step on their toe and then hug them and kind of pull them up. But their feet would still be attached to the ground. So it would kind of stretch their bodies out. Maybe make them taller. I think I was doing them a favor. What advice do you have for us, Alex? What can we do to improve ourselves?
1: I really don't know. We can't see. I I love how you guys present yourselves. Um, The quality is amazing. And I am very thankful for you uh messaging me back
0: (laughs) (laughs) you're you're welcome i I apologize uh, yeah we do try believe it or not you succeeded
1: Um, that's the thing you tried you did it
0: and you were very responsive and polite and you're a beautiful person and uh Thank you for doing this. Do you want to plug any kind of anything like anything any projects, because...
2: any socials, anything like that that you want people to go check out?
1: I mean, if you want really nonsense tweets, you can follow at Crafted. But uh, my channel is probably not really that <laughs> interesting to see for anybody who might be listening to this. You lovely friends. <laughs> um...
0: <laughs> Dude, it isn't funny. Like we're we're living. I think I don't know, man. Maybe it was like. It's just a relic of having come up in the YouTube space, like, a decade ago. But the, the whole, like, what do you want to plug thing is nine times out of ten in my experience these days, people are like, wow, nah, I can find one. I don't have
1: any coffee to promote any Alex-branded coffee coming out. <laughs> oh, so, that
0: would not be great, dude. Yeah.
1: If Crafted coffee,
2: coffee is a great name, though. So
1: Taken. Stolen. Got it. Noted. Crafted Thank you. coffee. And that's just Take. for you. Mm, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Giving kids coffee. Maybe... <laughs>
2: You got to get them hooked at some point. You might as well be a gateway. Why yeah, not? yeah, there you we know?
1: go. Perfect plan in stone. Damn. Thank you. You're just yeah.
2: paving the path for your future. Anyways, thank you for sitting with us. Thank you for the support that you've given us over the years. And uh, yeah, this is this was fun. Thank you for being brave enough to jump on this, <laughs> this, this podcast. Thank you this
1: so time. much for having me because, yes, I am a nervous boy anyway. And thankfully, this construction uh, is actually demolition, by the way. They're demolishing the side of the building um that you live in yes i got an email that said we uh, demolition will start from the top down i was like did you mean construction no demolition you know
0: how in our emails back and forth you mentioned like several times you were like i don't know about this construction but i'm making the connection now about like having to go to the dmv and the courthouse and all that stuff where like my brain just goes "Nah, it will be fine we'll figure it out don't worry about it and uh we'll just ignore that as a problem and mm-hmm. hope everything turns out dandy yeah. and it uh man it's really i'm glad it worked out for this podcast episode so but it's well not teaching me it's not teaching me to be more responsible <laughs> about impending uh a problem so yeah thank all... you man thank you <laughs> Uh, well, Alex, thank you so much. And everybody, thank you for listening. And normally we would plug our Kickstarter right now, but this is going to go up for our patrons at patreon.com slash the Valley folk on Monday. Uh, and it'll go up for everybody else on Wednesday. If you guys are listening to this and you would like to join our Patreon, head over to patreon.com slash the Valley folk. We're also right now putting together our holiday gifts, which will either get to you before Christmas or they won't, but it's going to be a little bit better than last year's. That's for our super VIP and up patrons. Um, Um, And it's got all sorts of fun stuff that kind of takes from the past year that we've been doing with the Valley Folk and uh, and unique things you can't get anywhere else. But if you're interested in that kind of thing or if you are a patron, uh, go to patreon.com slash the Valley Folk and sign up um, or or dive into those types of things. And uh, Joe, is there anything else that you would like to we don't have a Kickstarter to promote anymore. You just have to make a game no that's it
2: uh thanks to alex thank you to everybody else that's a patron thank you to everybody that backed the kickstarter uh there's been questions on will it be offered as something you can purchase now that the kickstarter's over and i think so we're going to get a pledge manager in place and uh pieces of the the expansions the, the game itself will still be able to purchase as we figure this out going down really? the line is that yeah. possible because it googled is possible it I can... all right that's what i just found out yeah i, and I, then, I googled
0: um, it and okay yep great
2: um, yeah. possibly I could be wrong who knows no promises and then uh, uh, yeah man that's it and speaking of the patron uh, the patreon there'll be some uh, movie movie game extras from the last shoot that'll be going up there as long as well as other stuff so
0: anyway as well as my new wonderful series sitting with Elliot the newest one yeah. is about uh, what is it all the ways I've changed in 2020 and then there's another one about multiple personality disorder and how we all have it uh, speaking just as myself. So that's... Um, I don't know why I talked about that. I think I probably just watched a documentary, but what can you do?
2: So. And stay tuned for Elliot's new series, uh, Behind the Goof, because
0: I just want all the stories. Goofy right? and me. And I think you should turn that into something. That actually would be a pretty good little limited yep. series podcast. Joe, I love that idea. Um, it is crazy how memories work because just in that conversation, yeah, it, it dug up a bunch of stuff. So, Anyway... Yeah. It's very fun. We'll explore that later. Alex, thank you very much, man. You're a wonderful human being. Thank you.
1: Thank you, too. I love you both. Um, you've been amazing. Um, and Steve? he's
0: get
2: nice in
1: here. Wherever oh. he is, he's,
2: <laughs> he's working on we'll Santa you Steve, that. guys. That's the thing. He's actually working on Santa Steve. So you're going to get some Santa Steve. It's going to be great. It's wonderful. All right.
0: Bye, everybody. Thank you so much.
1: Bye.